0: Okay, we're good.
1: I certainly hope we're not evil.
0: Good, evil. What does that even really mean?
1: Our podcast isn't about that, thank Christ. No, it's not. Hello and welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the podcast that brings you the stories from Australia and its buddies that just make you say, fuck me dead. I'm CJ.
0: And I'm Amanda. Why do you say fuck me dead weirder and weirder as the weeks go on? I don't know. Because it's a good time? I
1: suppose so. (laughs) It's all I have to look forward to now in this (laughs) coronavirus world is saying, fuck
0: me dead. Oh lordy, that's bleak.
1: (laughs) And untrue.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How are you?
1: Same as last week, I guess.
0: Yeah, i got to say, not a lot's happening, is it? There's really not a lot to talk about. And I feel like it's uh, cutting down on the length of the episodes that we have nothing to crap on about. Yeah. But it was another week of sitting at home.
1: I was going to be good last week, or the week we just had. And one day I was. I got up and I went and I did my... I planned out a little 6K cycling route I was going to do. And I did it. I was like, all right, sweet. And then it rained the next day. And then it rained on Wednesday. <laughs> and then it rained on Thursday. And then it rained on Friday. (laughs) So hopefully tomorrow. Tomorrow. I can start again.
0: Okay. Sounds like a plan.
1: But yeah. Anything you'd like to add?
0: Uh, Not really.
1: Just trying to think. Share your adventures and trying to get your hair all the same color?
0: Oh yeah, look, this 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 has been a weeks long adventure. There's so much so that it's not even really that new to me anymore. But I mean, I guess as some of you know, last year on New Year's Eve, I had a whim. A whim to dye my hair black and I did it. I then in the middle of isolation decided that I didn't want it to be black anymore.
1: Have you only had a black since New Year's.
0: Yep. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so literally 5 months later, I went, "No, I'm over this." And I I did the thing that everyone's doing in isolation and bleached my hair a bunch of times. And uh we had some dark patches that just didn't want to didn't want to go away. But I think we've we've leveled it out enough now that I can dye over the bleached stuff and have it look semi-normal.
1: <laughs> Sormal, if you will.
0: <laughs> so that's been my adventure over the past few weeks, trying to get my hair at least a similar color everywhere. What an adventure it's been. I'm surprised I didn't lose hair. Yeah. I didn't. It's fine. My hair actually feels pretty good. Yeah, it does. I don't know what's wrong with me. Most people lose their hair at this point. I know times I have did. I bleached my hair. <laughs> it just oh my never God. came back. <laughs> I think I've bleached my hair like five times at this point.
1: I'd say it's more than that.
0: So, you know, don't know how it's still going strong, but we're here. And I think like this week we'll be going like a ginger blondie kind of color. Hmm. That's my excitement. How exciting. Cool. I felt bored saying it.
1: Am I going to have to help you dye that as well? Or
0: possibly I can't see the back of my head. All right. But I figured different
1: that- hair dyes smell different for people with different never hair. Died before, <laughs> like they don't. I, I don't know. I never thought hair dye would smell nice, like that red one you used to use. I was like, oh oh yeah. yeah,
0: the it it depends. Like non permanent ones usually tend to smell quite nice because they've not got any chemicals in them. Okay. Whereas like permanent hair dyes tend to smell more chemically. That makes sense. And I mean the bleach just smells like bleach. So
1: <laughs> fun um, fact: the Nintendo Switch cartridges, which I assume a lot of people know. Have a bitterant in them to stop children swallowing them. Mm -hmm. It's not all the same bitterant.
0: They decide to get creative?
1: I don't know. I've licked a few and they're different each time.
0: Please stop licking switch cartridges. Some are worse than others. Oh God. They've probably just talked more of it on that one by accident. Possibly.
1: So have you got a long story this week or is that in holding?
0: That's in holding. Okay. Expect a long story next week probably.
1: Yeah, we're going to do a little... We're, we're something ex- different of a feature for episode 24. Yeah, we're 24. Gonna do a bit
0: of an experiment. I kind of stumbled across a story um, this week. And as I delved more into it, the more complicated it got and the more things that needed explaining. So it's possible that next week we might only do one story, which isn't something I wanted our format to be. But I also really want to tell the story. <laughs> so it might just be a one-off that we just talk for 45 minutes to an hour about this one thing. But I'm telling you, it's a core of a story.
1: Yeah, um, it's to do with cults. It is international so, mystery men, <laughs> sort of.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I definitely
1: because you told me what it was when we discussed today how we're going to do it. I've definitely heard about them, but I don't know a whole lot about it.
0: It's is wild. I'm just going to tell you that now. <laughs> it's um, I don't want to give too much away because I don't want people to guess what it is. But
1: I think, yeah. given what's potentially happening in our personal lives. That sounds ominous. It does, doesn't it's it? Not. It's not. <laughs> we're just running a little bit strapped for time in the next coming days. So, we're actually going to yes. try and pump out two episodes this week. Yes. Yeah, so, so, I would probably appreciate having a second one that, even if it is only one story, it's only 40 minutes or so. That would be quite nice to edit. Edit. Otherwise, okay. my entire week is going to be editing. You
0: know what my entire week's going to be? Job. Yeah, work. Nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Remember that> <laughs> I know. I shouldn't complain, but I will. <laughs> Audio editing is, I wouldn't say it's difficult by any strain. It's not. It's but just But certainly after two solid hours of doing it, my brain is just like, boop, boop,
0: boop, boop, I think it's the same for everything. Like, you do anything for two hours straight, your brain goes to mush a bit.
1: But the problem is, it's not, you've got to concentrate ever so slightly. Yeah. It's not like other jobs I've had where I could just mindlessly zone out and do it and it didn't matter because it was just like a mechanical motion.
0: No, unfortunately, you do have to actually concentrate on what you're doing.
1: Ugh. <laughs> this isn't like one these to, like, 50 coffee orders and or something. He was like, oh, yeah, okay. Tuk, 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 tuk. Big arm movements. Everyone move away. <laughs> I don't know why I found it easier when I could throw my arms around the machine like this. Like it was oh my a God. helicopter. It's great. <laughs> I miss making coffee.
0: I think we might do it that way because I don't know how I'm going to be able to do that story justice without taking up a buttload of time. Yeah. There's just so many, like, fragments and bits that would need to be explained to give context that it would just be, like, hard to do it when we do our normal, like, three stories each in an episode. Yeah. But I also don't want that to become a regular thing. Yeah. Because that's not our format. But I really want to tell a story. Mm. <laughs> Especially now that I've put all the research into it. Because I wrote the script today already. What's the tone of your story this week? Um. Okay, you've already got a weird look on your face.
1: <laughs> yeah silly i guess nothing too serious okay Well. okay <laughs> probably a little bit serious for the people two of the people involved
0: right okay and
1: then my third and final story is about a goat in i don't want to say this right oyamaru okay or probably i guess better known as omaru or omaru to a town in new zealand okay south of uh, timaru where i used to live um but as I was doing my research, I thought to myself, I wonder if that's actually how you meant to say it. And then there was some debate and there was like a person who got, when they came, first moved to New Zealand, they were taken by a Maori person They're like, no, before we get fucked up, I'm going to tell you how to actually pronounce all these names. Right. Okay. And they mentioned that they were taught to say it as like, or a So, or So I'll probably try and keep to that, but definitely my mum and father and stuff like that would call it Omaru. Okay. And I've heard Omaru before. And that is more how it's spelt. Okay. But there was a news article on the same site debating how you pronounce Omaru. But it's about a goat. Okay. In Omaru.
0: I've got two really silly stories. Okay. And then one murder suicide. Just casually chuck that in the middle there. Cool. Well, are you ready for your first story?
1: I'm ready because I'd never used drugs before. Rainbow Serpent Masturbator tells court. Hang on,
0: wait, repeat that?
1: I'd never used drugs before. Rainbow Serpent Masturbator tells court
0: rainbow serpent rainbow serpent isn't that an indigenous australian thing
1: probably it's also the name of a bush doof oh
0: hang on i've got to google that now to make sure i got that right okay no i I was right um rainbow serpent is like the god in their beliefs
1: i didn't know they had one
0: the rainbow serpent from okay i'm going purely off what i was taught in school here I could be a bit wrong, so I'm sorry if that's the case, but I'm pretty sure that the serpent created the earth and that's part of like the dream time.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So that's a thing. Kind of weird that it's a bush doof.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is a bush doof. Um, That's what it's called. It's the rainbow serpent bush doof. Um, Oh God. (laughs) I like the dream time. I like that idea of it. I don't know. I just like that term. Yeah. Dream time.
0: Yeah, I don't want to try and explain that any further because I may get it wrong, but that's I'm pretty sure that it created the earth. It's
1: been a long time since I learned about it. And I don't do yeah, I I feel like they don't really teach it after primary school in no, Australia. And I only did two years of primary school here, so I didn't really learn about a lot of it.
0: So no, I mean they do they do cover it in like primary school. Also. Um but that's the last time I would have learned. Probably about because it. I
1: went to like international schools in New Guinea. I never learned a whole lot about Papua New Guinea history while I was there in school. Weird. Because they didn't want the white kids to be taught that history. When they invented those schools, I don't know. Maybe let's I not go there. Let's talk about this masturbator.
0: Uh, uh, great, let's <laughs> let's go. Uh,
1: this I got this article from the Age, which actually just took the article verbatim from the Courier, which they gave credit to, uh, but neither the newspaper gave credit to who actually wrote it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, here we are, a very small podcast worried about giving credit where credit's due, about writing, and you know, not wanting to, you know, take people's words. And here fucking newspapers are just doing whatever the fuck they want.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe the person didn't want the name associated with Rainbow Serpent Masturbator. Because that sounds doddy if you don't know what any of that is. <laughs> okay. A 23-year-old man, cooked out of his mind, enters a tent with his pants pulled down to his ankles. He's at the Rainbow Serpent Bushdoof. It's January 2018. A group of people inside the tent, including three women, stare at the man as he begins to masturbate. <laughs> Suck it, can't! He screams.
0: You know what? That's exactly how I imagine a bush doof goes. So do I. So a bush doof, for
1: those who don't know, the term (laughs) is just like a techno electronic music party. So
0: it's a rave, but there are some differences. In the middle of the bush. It's in the middle of the bush. It's outside. People camp, that kind of stuff. But it's essentially an outdoor rave.
1: And they usually go for a few days. Yeah. And of course, people seem to actually just go to get drugged up. They don't care about the music, but... Yeah, pretty much. Also, it's usually music that's just doof, 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 so I don't know how you can really. Not
0: for me. Look, it's not my style of music either, but not for me to judge what people like.
1: Sure, it is. We're on the internet. <laughs> Witnesses call security to help. Masturbator man becomes aggressive, yelling at security, I'll knock your fucking teeth out. Oh uh, they God. never named this guy. Well, the newspaper said, the newspaper actually said they chose not to name him. Okay, so interesting. That's nice of them, uh, it protects his privacy.
0: Mm hmm. Maybe he just didn't give them permission to use his name.
1: Possibly as well. (laughs) A struggle ensues, during which our protagonist kicks a female police officer twice before spitting on her left cheek.
0: Always with the fucking spitting. Why do they do that?
1: I don't know. Maybe they think they're snakes or camels. And all I have to say is that at least it was only spit. He was masturbating.
0: Oh, gross. I didn't even think of that.
1: So I looked this up just to double check. I was like, who is this masturbating man? I found another article about this. (laughs) <laughs> and in their story, yeah, um, it was on a website called The Goat.
0: Yeah, okay. Never heard of it.
1: Neither have I. But they mentioned that in 2015, a man has ejaculated on a woman at a festival in St Kilda here in Melbourne. They're like a music festival and he just...
0: Why are people like whipping their dicks out and masturbating at, at festivals?
1: <sighs> at least our masturbating man today doesn't seem to have reached climax.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: I've been bantering with women, the wanker told Ballarat police the next morning after staying a night with them, so he spent a night in prison, (laughs) uh, admitting that he had taken hallucinogens and MDMA.
0: Oh, see, he was loved up.
1: Yeah. He was fucking cooked.
0: Yeah, but he was like feeling good and loving everyone, is what I'm saying. I suppose.
1: It's now May 2018, and our masturbator stands to attention in court.
0: Oh my God, CJ, did you write that?
1: I didn't write the stands to attention part, I wrote stands in court, but I realised, fuck, I should have put that in, so (laughs) it's on the fly, you know? (laughs) His girlfriend there to support him.
0: He has a girlfriend? He's got a
1: girlfriend, but he's masturbating to a tent of mostly, well, at least three women. There were probably dudes in there as well by the sounds oh, of Oh so. my
0: god, okay. Anyhow. Talk about a uh, stand by your man. That's taking <laughs> it to an extreme, I think.
1: Are you saying he's never taken illegal drugs before and has had a reaction? Magistrate Joanna Metclaff asked, questioning the man's defense lawyer, who had said he did not intend to take the drugs at the festival. <laughs> Until he was offered some.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, sure, I believe that. Are you kidding me?
1: Isn't that the whole reason people go to these things?
0: Exactly.
1: Isn't every summer they're arguing about how like they should be allowed to take drugs at these festivals? Yeah, they need to make it safe and shit. I mean, they do those arguments about
0: like more mainstream festivals. Bushdrop's usually organised by like a person, and it's not really advertised. Yeah, like the Bushdorf community knows the Bushdorf community if that makes sense. Like you have to know someone to get in, so it's a little bit different. Okay, but like,
1: <laughs> I mean, police were there.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Like, Rainbow Festival's pretty big. They happen around oh. several places. Because I looked into it. Okay. So it's not just, like, some nothing.
0: So I was going to say, like, in my experience from people I've known that have gone to Bushdorf's, so there's usually, like, some small thing that just, like, some person's organized
1: and it's happened. And Okay. No, like, 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 no, that.
0: like, you know, sponsors or, like, anything like that.
1: No, Rainbow Serpent seems to be a bit different. Okay. They're doing one this year, supposedly. They happen, like, every year.
0: How are they going to do one this year?
1: Well, they were advertising. I don't think they happened till summer, so I think oh, they're hoping. Okay. He was fined $3,500 and escaped a criminal conviction. Magistrate telling him, you've got to live with what you've done and the embarrassment of it.
0: I don't think this guy cares. Like, let's be real. Does, like, the guy, what did he say? What did he say to the women? Suck it, cunt. Yeah, I don't think he cares about embarrassment. I don't think that's a punishment for him. <laughs> I think anyone who's got the guts to say that probably doesn't care.
1: But yeah, that is the story of our rainbow serpent oh masturbator.
0: God. I'm assuming the women didn't want the man in there.
1: It wasn't his tent. He just wandered into a tent with some other people in it and started masturbating at them.
0: Oh, those poor people. Generally, you shouldn't whip your dick out unless someone wants you to. You know?
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, well, from one dick to another. Oh. Ha, this story, man. I I got this off the Daily Mail, so you know it had, like, a really descriptive headline. So I'm not oh, going to read that. Oh, my next story's
1: Daily Mail. You wait. <laughs>
0: A 44-year-old female driver was pulled over by police in South Australia for a random drug test where she tested positive for cannabis. As she was being arrested and put in the back of the police car, she told officers, and I quote, there might be a dildo or something in there.
1: Was that the headline?
0: No. Okay. But, I mean, the headline basically says (laughs) that.
1: A dildo would wear her?
0: I think she meant in the car. Oh. She also followed up with, "And and there might be lube in there. I apologize.
1: Well, you know. I mean, I guess she's trying to be polite. Just give her a heads up. <laughs> the next part's
0: Kim's three for a loop. However, when police searched the vehicle, there were no sex toys or lube in the car.
1: What well, were they? What was the dildo and lube inside her? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are women better drug trafficking mules because? They can carry more drugs inside them. Are
0: you saying that women have better drug mules because they've got an extra pocket? Yes. That's rude.
1: It's rude, but also think about how much a child is in terms of size.
0: I'm going to stop you before you keep going down this route. Okay. (laughs) However, there was the Marijuanas in her car. So maybe I'm thinking, maybe she said a dildo and Lube was in there to try and stop them from searching the car? Possibly. I don't know how that would stop a police officer from searching your car, though.
1: Yeah, that seems worse.
0: <laughs> I mean, if she's saying that there's also lube in the car, like, does she just masturbate in her car? Why is it in the car?
1: You gotta transport your sex toy somehow. <laughs>
0: I guess. I don't know, maybe the implication was that it was used so they wouldn't touch it?
1: Maybe, what if the policeman's, like, a perv? Maybe there's more, more gain to search it, then.
0: Or maybe they just slap on some gloves and pick it up anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. With all the shit they have to deal with, that lubed up dildo is probably really, like, like,
0: yeah. <laughs> so afterwards, the woman said, There's weed in the car, but I don't do any other drugs. I never have. When asked by an officer if she was a regular cannabis user, the woman responded, Oh shit, yeah. <laughs> That's the story. <laughs> it's a really stupid one. But when I said, the, t- the headline, by the way, from Daily Mail. Daily Mail, shorten your headlines, for the love of God. <laughs> Outrageous moment. Drug drug driver apologizes to police and warns them that they might find a sex toy in Lube as they search her car. It's the whole story in the headline.
1: They always do that. I hate it. <laughs> it's so annoying. I'm still going to read mine out first because then <laughs> okay. I'll read you the story and you'll be like, hang on a minute. When did part of that happen, though? Yeah, okay. If it doesn't explain it. Um, I was going to tell a story about a friend of mine who got caught by the police while they were on pot. But I don't think I will. Okay. Oh, fuck it. I said it now.
0: You, you can cut it out. Magic of editing. Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, she smoked a joint and then she went to pick up her boyfriend. And she got pulled over her, by the police. Um, And straight away, she's like, I've had cannabis. Because they were going to drug test her and stuff anyway. Like, it was an right, RBT okay. kind of thing. So, mm. straight away, she's like, I'll just admit to it. And the guy's like, oh, okay. So, they tested her. And he came back and he's like, I think you know how to have a word with your dealer. It's come back negative. And she's like, oh, okay. And he's like, just, you know, don't let us catch you doing it. And let (laughs) her go.
0: (laughs) I think that's probably, like, okay. I mean, this wasn't the discussion we're intending to get into. But, I mean, does anyone really care about
1: weed? It is a crime, which I think is why they still have to, if they catch you with it, they've got to do it. But I'm like, is it really the 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 police's
0: biggest problem?
1: No. And you've said you're on this. They've tested you. You've come back as, No. And they're still letting you go because there's not. What are they going to arrest well, you for? Well, there's no
0: like proof that you have. I guess anyone can say anything. You got to yeah. have like proof to back it up. But
1: it's like still. my encounter with the police, where so they pulled me over for doing an illegal U-turn because I was going to Maccus at three in the morning. Oh my god! And <laughs> I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just pull into the Maccas car park because then we're not on the road, and I'm going to go there anyway. Yeah. And they pulled it in park next to me, and I just kept sitting in the car. And they get me and I wind down the window, and they're like, "You know what you did, right?" And it's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I did the illegal. I did that U-turn like, what should we do with you? Like, um, let me offer the warning because it's my first offense. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, that sounds pretty reasonable. And you let us do the U-turn as well then. <laughs> and then I had to stand in the Maccas with the two policemen.
0: So did you do that U-turn at the satellites? Yeah, 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 this, yeah. This is This is the Maccas
1: on Road. <laughs> I know Blango exactly Road. where you're talking yeah. about
0: at Macquarie Park, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then I had to stand at McDonald's and they everyone at McDonald's saw me get pulled in because the police had their lights on yeah yeah so everyone saw me get pulled in by the police and then I had to stand there with the police and then as I was leaving with my burger at three in the morning after doing like a 12-hour shift they were like no more u-turns okay Yes.
0: weirdly the only time I've ever been in trouble with the police is also over a u-turn I was
1: lucky though because that day I'd gone to work without my driver's license on me I left my wallet at home yeah so I'd driven all the way from work to my home after finishing my shift got my wallet and then drove to Macca's
0: Right. Fuck.
1: Imagine. <laughs> well. That I got pulled over after I had my wallet on me.
0: Talking about where the Maccas used to be at Lane Cove, the one on Epping Road, that turned into Merriton Apartments, like near Malbury Road?
1: Yeah, and there's that yeah. weird like cornstarch making facility there. Yeah,
0: and it always fucking smells. I know because I lived at those Merriton Apartments after the Maccas was, uh.
1: You know the apartments over the, the road and on that cliff from the Merriton? hmm There was a car bomb there one night.
0: Ugh, okay. Yeah, anyhow. anyhow. um, there's like a U-turn bay right near yes. there. And the police had blocked it off and used it as an RBT.
1: They always did.
0: There was the first time that I'd seen that. And I've gotten to the U-turn bay and I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? It's full. They've already got all these cars in there. So I'm like, well, I'm already in the lane to do a U-turn. So I just did a U-turn onto the opposite side of the road and didn't use the U-turn bay. I got in so much trouble. The lady police officer was so mean to me. <laughs> Oh, but and I'm like, full. what the fuck was I meant to do in that situation?
1: Keep driving up to the next road and go uh, up the hill a bit. Yeah, because it's one of these ones where you don't, you sort of pull across the road and then complete your U turn, then yes. pull back on to the opposite direction. I like living in Melbourne now where you can just fucking pop a UE wherever you want. Yeah, pretty much. Unless it makes there's so a much sign that says no. And yeah. they even have traffic lights that are four U turns, which was
0: yeah. weird to me, but. But it makes good. so much more sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, are we up to my second story already? Yes. Fuck. Flying through it. It's criminal how quickly we're going. Is that your segue? Yes, it is. Because Thief 38... <laughs> I don't know why you need his age in the headline. Thief 38 bites off all of his fingers and a toe while in custody after assaulting three prison officers.
0: Was he, like, on drugs?
1: Daily Mail. Isabel Stackpole. That's the whole story, really. But let's get into a bit more detail.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: so our Thief 38 is a Peter Stuch, Stuchlik. He's from, he's like a child of Ch- Czechoslovakian immigrants. Okay. He spells Peter, interestingly. P-E-T-R. I kind of like it.
0: I've seen that before.
1: I had not, but i assuming it's a fairly common spelling over there. Props. Like, this last, the spelling of my last name is the uncommon way of doing it.
0: Same. It's really yeah. annoying.
1: <laughs> well, not for me, because it's not a very common surname in this part of the world. Sure. But back in Scandinavia, where... Every Tom, Dick, and Harry has my last name because it's basically the Smith of that country. Now people know your last name. They can find it in my Twitter handle.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's usually spelled with a double S instead of a single S Svenson. Svensson. Mm. Peter Stuchlik. Stuchlik? I'm not really Let's sure. Let's call him Peter. Peter. Appeared in court via video link. Two fingers heavily bandaged and the rest just stumps. He had caused $20,000 worth of damage to a Southport store. This took place in Brisbane, I think. Southport's in Brisbane. Sure. He's from Gold Coast, I think, so whatever. When he'd fallen through a roof. Okay. So he fell through a roof. His lawyer claims he had just been sleeping on the roof when it collapsed.
0: Okay, hang on, wait. Why was he sleeping on a roof?
1: He's apparently got mental problems.
0: I didn't know that mental problems cause you to sleep on a roof.
1: Anyway, so the roof collapsed. Asbestos dust from the building had fallen all over the stock. It sounds like it fell into like a shoe store as well because they mentioned shoes. Right, okay. Uh, So it all became unsellable because it's riddled with asbestos. You know, that nice, amazing building material that just happens to give us cancer. Oh yeah, that one. It's a real shame. Asbestos, I understand why we used it. It's a fucking incredible rock for building. Isn't it
0: like not toxic until it breaks?
1: Yes. Yeah. Because how it shatters, it shatters in, like, a bunch of shards and things, and then it gets into your lungs, and it just sort of cuts them up. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, amazing material, though. I I get it. Like, it doesn't catch fire. I mean, clearly, sturdy. in hindsight,
0: it was a mistake. Oh, God, yeah. Like, <laughs> let's not
1: use it. But I get it. Like, what I was reading about once, I'm like, fuck, yeah, asbestos. Holy shit. Mm. That's a good building material. Slight drawback.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a pain now, because you've got all these buildings with asbestos. And Especially if you want to do, like... Um, renovations on a home that's got asbestos or like say you want to knock something down that's got asbestos, you have to pay so much money to have someone specially come out and do it and dispose yep. of it. And it's just like, I mean, aside from the fact that if you break it yourself, you're probably going to get cancer from it.
1: Yeah. I know people who have lost family members who lived in old homes that were made of asbestos and things just like over years, the paint cracks away, the asbestos gets yeah. out, and over years like it just cracks away and they've died of cancer because of asbestos in the I house. I mean,
0: I'm pretty sure it was in Australia that we had that full like class action lawsuit because yep. so many people died from lung issues after they worked with asbestos. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, it's bad. It's we that. shouldn't use it. <laughs> so that's why they'd throw out all that stock. So, for the best.
0: Yeah, shit. Okay. Uh, Is but- he okay? Because he would have fallen through it? <laughs>
1: I mean, he's missing all his fingers and stuff anyway. He well, he's like clearly not okay. Now. Okay. I'm sure they tested him. I don't know how, like, is a one-off exposure enough? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? So despite his defense of, I was just sleeping and uh, it collapsed, don't know what you're doing on the roof anyway, he also stole $250 in cash and then two watches uh, before breaking through the front door of the store with a fire extinguisher to escape.
0: Yeah, an innocent man that just accidentally fell through a roof.
1: That he was sleeping on. Totally. Uh, so this occurred in February. I totally believe this, this story, by the way. Ah. <laughs> uh, and I was like, man, this is a wild story. How come I never heard of it? February, everything was on fire. So I probably got overshadowed by that.
0: Plus, we started getting corona.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So long ago. It feels like it. <laughs> so, September last year, he had lashed out at a corrective services officer, followed by attacking any officer who entered his cell for two days. So he was in prison last year, in September.
0: Okay.
1: So he left these officers that entered his prison cell with bruises and abrasions. He was released on parole in October. He had the same lawyer then... Um, yes, yeah, so that it sounds claimed, like
0: someone we should be paroling.
1: Who claimed he was only attacking them this time due to his fear they were going to restrain him for a long period of time. You're already in prison.
0: <sighs> okay, this guy's clearly got some issues.
1: <laughs> He's been sentenced to 24 months in prison with eligibility for parole in September 2020. Because of course he is. Of course. Magistrate Kerry McGee said she took into account a mental health report where an expert commented that Stuklich may have exaggerated his symptoms.
0: So basically, he's just conning everyone?
1: Sounds like it. Now, let's go back to the, uh, the headline here. Okay. <laughs> Bites off all his fingers and a toe while in custody.
0: And a toe?
1: When did I mention that in that article that I read?
0: Yeah, no, not really.
1: It's in the headline, but they never mentioned how or when it happened.
0: Okay, yeah, that's some under-reporting there, because that's clearly, like, the most interesting part.
1: It is. And there's a video... If you go to the article and you can watch it, and like he's bleeding and he seems to have a broken arm, and I don't, I think this is when they found him in the collapsed room. That doesn't right, explain I the video. And he's also, they're like, I don't even know if the video is related. It was on the article, and they're worried about a guy jumping off a building. And it's look, don't I mean, go to the Daily Mail. I
0: was going to say, look, don't take Daily Mail's word for anything. I was on there, I think it was on Friday, and most of the articles were just pulled from Reddit.
1: Swiss invest- Swiss. Sick investigating, bro.
0: Right? It was literally just quoting Reddit threads. Have you guys got nothing else to cover? Like, It's not like there's a global pandemic or anything going on, but clearly you just need to pull like Reddit threads.
1: You love those news articles <laughs> that are just Twitter. Yeah, I just, know. Just tweets, just 30 tweets about all they've done is gone on Twitter. They've looked at the trending hashtag for what of the events and the yeah. first 20 tweets, yep, yeah, they'll do. I'm a journalist. The
0: only time I think that like pulling tweets and that sort of thing is valid is when there's like an emergency or something happening where people are tweeting faster than it's getting to the news. Yeah. That's the only time. Any other time? Not people's reaction
1: tweets. Tweets from people who are actually there? Yeah. That's interesting. But But not someone like, oh my God, LOL
0: Exactly. I don't know if you remember, but like um what was the last last like big terrorist attack in London? Where there was this, like, a guy, like, he ran a van into, like, a bridge or whatever, and then he was stabbing people in the street.
1: Oh, yeah, that one. And there
0: was people, like, tweeting and filming from inside restaurants and stuff. That. That I get going in a news article. Yeah. Because they were there. They were there first. But, like, just pulling random tweets. Someone's
1: tweet reacting to that tweet. Yeah, no, that's stupid. I don't don't give a shit.
0: (laughs) I can read that on Twitter. That's what Twitter's for.
1: I've probably already seen these tweets on Twitter.
0: Exactly. (laughs) I don't know. Is that what journal- journalism is now? I probably shouldn't bash these people because we're using their content.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think we've discussed it before. I do wonder how much of it is actual investigation. The newspapers being like, "No, we're not going to pay for that. Just do this because it gets views."
0: Unfortunately, that is a bit of a thing, isn't it? That you just got to get those snappy, clickbait titles yeah. so that there, people there definitely the is
1: the old style, proper investigative journalism still around, but I feel. I mean, I don't know how common it was back in the day either because I don't know what news was like really before I started paying attention to it. Maybe there, maybe there's always been shitty news articles like this and like anything really. We only remember the good stuff. That's true. You only remember the news articles that are important in the end. You think about how much stuff today we're like, oh, this TV's crap. That music's bad. That shit has always existed. We just don't remember it because it's shit.
0: True, true.
1: You're not going to remember. Like no one's going to remember that stuff in 20 years.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I I totally see what you're saying, (laughs) and like that's another thing is before we started this podcast, like music was better
1: in the old days. No, it was just as good (laughs) as it is now, to varying degrees. Like I don't listen to a lot of modern music.
0: I guess the other side of that, but I'm sure
1: there's still as much good stuff now as there was always been. It's just,
0: but I guess like the whole other side of journalism before is that the world has changed, right? So like, where a journalist might go and interview people, they can just go to their Twitter feed. And find out what they have to say anyway. Yeah. yeah. Does it, that make sense? The
1: speed at which it moves is probably a problem as well. Like, spending oh, yeah. all that time and effort doing investigative because investigative journalism takes a long time. Yeah. Especially if you're one of these ones who go and, like, actually go to locations and physically have to interview people, and the ones who, like, go and dig up stuff.
0: I'm also, like, not going to diss the Daily Mail too much. They An article they posted was something that sparked the story we're going to do next week. Oh. Um, And it was so well-researched, and it was, like, long. It had so many details. It was pretty much what I referred back to constantly. Okay. So, like, there are good journalists at the Daily Mail. (laughs) I
1: think a lot of them are just getting forced to do this crap to get the views so that they can pay for the other journalists. Probably. Or these, like, the interns and the ones who I don't
0: know. If someone knows how this works, please tell me, because I'm genuinely curious now that I consume a lot of news media.
1: I know a few people who are journalists, but they're on, like, the tech side of it, so I don't know.
0: I'm sure it's probably the same in every sector, though. Hmm. I'm sure they Maybe still have to do to their them. snappy headlines to get the clicks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That went really off topic. It did, but <laughs> sounds like we're going Sorry. for a short
1: episode, so it helps Buffett out a bit.
0: <laughs> this is a story.
1: I'd hope so. <laughs> oh, you've only read one story? Yeah. I thought I got to your last one already. I like, no, 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 I'm
0: hell. up to my second
1: story. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Okay. Usually when I tell stories about, like, murders and stuff like that there's usually like a whole backstory and like reasons why and like details whereas this one i'm really literally just going to tell you what happened because there's really not much else to say about it Hmm. so when i first started looking at this i thought oh this is gonna be massive i'm gonna have like a really long story to chuck in the middle here it's not that long cool but it's important so
1: i had a story i really wanted to do this week but then i started reading it and it just took It took place in england oh, how and annoying. it was really long and it was quite interesting it had a great headline that was the one of um the herd reich a farmer's battle of nazi cows
0: oh yeah <laughs> you told me about that one i
1: did because that article that headline put me in stitches a few weeks back <laughs> uh, it all took place in england it just happened to be a reporter on a new zealand web page mm. and i was like
0: fuck annoying
1: but there was things like these cows were brought back from extinction kind of thing. They might sound like Nazis Frankenstein some cows back together. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Well. Sometimes you get disappointed. You think you've got a great story. Yeah, I know. And you I've start reading it and before. you're like, oh, okay. There's only like two lines here that I can use.
0: Yeah. Kind of happened with this one where I thought there was going to be so much more of a story, but there just kind of wasn't. Still an important story though, I think. On May 18, 2018, in Osmington, Western Australia, which... Is kind of in the middle of nowhere. I think it was like 260 k's from Perth. It's near Margaret River.
1: It's some European listening to this right now are like 260 k's. My country's not even that big.
0: <laughs> so yeah, Western Australia mostly desert. <laughs> Probably out there somewhere. Actually, where is Margaret River? I'm actually not that sure. Well, it is near Margaret River, 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 River there.
1: Valley. Doesn't have make wine out there? They
0: do have wine, so maybe it's a bit um, rural. Well, if it's 260Ks from fucking Perth, it's definitely rural.
1: Closer to Perth than Canberra is to Sydney. True. There's a town called Margaret River.
0: Well, the place that this took place is Osmington. Osmington.
1: Oh, it's right down on, like, the Nip. Oh, okay. Like, you know, you go south of Perth and there's, like, a little part where it juts out.
0: Right, okay. So, in that place in Western Australia, Peter Miles went to the shed that he had converted to a second house on his property and shot his daughter and four grandchildren while they slept in their beds. Nice bloke. After he had shot his daughter and grandchildren, he went back to the main house and shot his wife in the living room. He then called triple zero to let the police know what he had done.
1: The wife had to have heard the first shots as well, which would have been awful.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is like, I was expecting because they specifically said he shot the daughter and his grandchildren in their beds. I was waiting for them to say like shot her in like the couch or whatever. But I think she was <laughs> up and out by then. Yeah. You she get up when you gunshots. The, the gunshots. So, yep, went back to the main house and shot his wife in the living room. He then called triple zero to let the police know what he'd done. But by the time the police arrived, Peter had already turned the gun on himself and was found dead from a gunshot wound.
1: Probably did it as soon as he hung up.
0: I'd, I'd definitely say that that was his plan. Like, I don't think he intended to live to see the police arrive. Family said that Peter had been holding it together for a long time, but had a history of family violence and mental health issues that they think eventually caught up with him and he just snapped. And, like, I'm about to tell you about some of his history, and it is bad. I'm not downplaying that at all, but I still, I don't know if I feel like it's a reason to carry this out.
1: Yeah, so he's killed six people?
0: Seven, including himself.
1: Well, I'm not counting that.
0: So, Peter's son um, had committed suicide, and it's also alleged that Peter's own father had tried to kill him at some point. So, it kind of sounds like, to me, there are sort of mental health issues in the in family. The family mm-hmm. um, because his daughter, the one that he shot, also had... Um, some struggles, she had told her ex-husband that she was going to kill herself and the children by crashing her car into a tree. Cool. And at the time that the murder-suicide happened, she was going through a custody battle for the children because I guess you can't really go around saying that you're just going to Do that off and everyone. get custody. Uh, yeah, and then still, you know. Fuck that poor dad. Yeah. In the articles I read, they interviewed him. I'm going to mention him later.
1: The father of the kids.
0: Yeah, because he wasn't there. I dare say if he was, he would have got shot as well. The custody battles that they were going through at the time for the children, it's thought that the legal fees from the court proceedings, which Peter was paying for, and the bill at the time of the shooting was up at around a hundred and hundred thousand dollars. Fuck. And that had caused increased stress in the family and may have contributed to what it did. Things going out of control. I can understand that all of these would have been all these things would have been stressful. Yeah. Not sure. I mean, I guess, you know, the solution did stop the stress, but still not a valid response. Well, I don't feel anyway. Katrina's ex, which was his daughter that he shot. Yeah. Um. His name is Aaron Cockman. Cockman,
1: probably Cockman, not Cockman. I mean, it's
0: literally spelled Cockman, and he was the father of the four children who were murdered. Um. He's still currently fighting for a public inquest, and that's why this came up again because he's requesting that there be one. Instant murder-suicide, because apparently until that happens, he can't really talk about it. Interesting. Which I didn't know that because I I was thinking like, why do you need an inquest? You know what happened. I mean, it's pretty clear what happened. Is there any need for an inquest? But he's saying that he publicly is not allowed to talk about it until they have a public inquest. Oh. And he wants to speak about it because he thinks that the Family Court of Western Australia played a role in – What happened. What happened. Mm. Well, not what happened, but worsening the conflict between family members and creating stress and Had it not been so
1: expensive and had they handed the kids to him initially to hold on to during the custody and said the mother. Because obviously the mother always usually gets the...
0: By default. I mean, that is generally what happens. Usually
1: it's the better choice, but not always. (laughs) Such as this one. And you do hear cases where the kids really should have been with the father the whole time. You know?
0: It is generally like... Obviously sides with the mother. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if that's generally always the right thing. Definitely not. Clearly not in this case because they all ended up dead, unfortunately. Had they
1: been with the father, it's likely he only, the, the guy would have only killed his daughter himself and his I wife. also
0: can't imagine how Aaron feels knowing that. Yeah. And he has to live with that for the rest of his life, that all of his children...
1: Are dead. And are he d- couldn't save them. Yeah.
0: No. Like, it's, it's harsh. Like, yeah, I can't imagine... Like, how he lives, thinking about that all the time. Because, you know, they're four. They were young, too. Like, it's just, um, the whole thing is really, really sad. And obviously, everything that I just said is really horrible on its own. But I think, like, one of the wildest things I read, and it was in every article I read about this, it's the worst mass shooting in Australia since Port Arthur. Fucking hell. How crazy is that? Yeah. Like, I know, like, I don't want to downplay.
1: That's, what, 20, 25 years apart?
0: Uh, Port Arthur happened in 96 and this happened in 2018. Uh, 22 years. I just think it's kind of like crazy. It's it's kind of crazy to think that, that that constitutes our worst mass shooting.
1: Of the century. Yeah. Hopefully it stays the worst mass shooting I mean, of the I century. I mean, honestly. Well, now we're 21st now, aren't we?
0: Yeah. In a way, it's kind of a good thing that that's the worst mass shooting. But in another way, it's really horrible mm. that it's a, a mass shooting of one family that gets to take that. It's I don't just, with being
1: so many ch- young children either. Yeah. That's really fucked up about Sandy Hook.
0: It's just it's it's odd to hear about it's odd for like in Australia to hear about multiple people dying from a shooting.
1: Yeah, the most you usually get is like a gang shooting. Yeah. Like one gang, they shoot someone. And then these shows report like ganglang shootings ravage the city and people start panicking. It's like you're not gonna get shot unless you're a gangster.
0: Generally, yeah, innocent bystanders don't really get Because the, the gang members
1: <laughs> don't exactly, they really don't want to actually kill an innocent person oh, either. Oh, no. Because the police are like, well, you can't be doing it, but they sort of, I feel like when they're shooting each other, the police don't care as much. Yeah. Like, oh, we better deal with it, but at the same time, eh, whatever, let them sort themselves out. <laughs> but yeah, I never got that when we had, there was a spate of it back in Sydney a few years back, yeah. like 10 years back now. People are like, oh, fuck, don't want to go out there, you get shot with the gangs. And I'm like, no, I won't. I'm not in a gag.
0: My high school, we had drive-bys on the street behind it all the time. No one at school ever got shot. <laughs> mm. That kind of thing is a little bit different here, I think, than to a lot of other countries.
1: First place I went to school, I got tear gassed on my first day. <laughs> oh my god. And the police were firing tear gassed at some rascals and it drifted across the school oval into our classroom.
0: Oh my god. It's
1: alright, it didn't get in my eyes. I only got in one kid and the teacher was like, oh, we better stop watching this. Because we're all looking out the window, That's what you do. Much of great ones. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. But, yeah, I just thought that was a really interesting tidbit that they threw in in every article, that that was...
1: Australia's worst mass shooting.
0: Since 1996. God. There was one... It feels weird
1: to me that poor Arthur happened in my lifetime.
0: It's weird, because I kind of feel like I would have been old enough to remember it, but I don't. Like, I don't remember it when it happened. Mm. I remember hearing about it much later in my life, but not...
1: I can understand why I didn't hear about it. I was in... 1996, still would have been in Timaru. Uh, really, the things I remember from that year are my birthday cake. I had a, my mom made a killer train cake. Like, oh it God. was fucking incredible. I still remember it. One of my earliest memories it was a train carriage, and there was, like, two little <laughs> carriages on the back of it, and they had jubes yeah. in it, and it was sick, and there was, like, mint slice with the wheels, and they had a little funnel, and it was just, like, it was so <laughs> cool. Like, top-notch cake, mum. Just absolutely killer.
0: That's what you remember from
1: 1996. It might have been 95. But around that time, you know, I had two train cakes. The second one wasn't anywhere near as impressive as the first, but I can understand why my mum was probably like, that was a lot of effort. (laughs) Second one was longer, though. Oh, my
0: God. 96, I was 11. What was I doing at 11? Being in fifth grade, liking Hanson, probably. Mm. (laughs) I doubt I was thinking about this. But, I mean, I guess if you don't know, because I guess maybe some people might not know if you're not from Australia, but... Port Arthur Massacre was the worst mass shooting we ever had.
1: It was the worst mass shooting by a single person in the world up until... um, The Vegas shooting. No, I thought that nightclub did it.
0: No, I'm pretty sure. I remember hearing when the Vegas shooting happened that that was the... Had now taken the...
1: I thought that nightclub in LA
0: How many people died in that, do you know?
1: I can't remember. I thought it was like 50 Port Arthur was... Port Arthur's 32 or so. 35. 35? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was the nightclub one. I could be wrong,
0: but I I thought I remember hearing about it when that Vegas shooting happened. Anyway, it took a long time for someone else to top it.
1: Yeah, thankfully. But I I definitely was still living in Timaru in 1996. I hadn't yet moved to... Well, we might have been planning to move to uh, Christchurch by then. Uh, The reason why I mentioned Timaru is that my next story was reported by the Timaru Herald.
0: Mm -hmm. What what a beautiful segue. Yeah,
1: you know. If you can't think of a sad way... Make one. Make one. Just force it to happen. <laughs> Police use taser to halt out of control goat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that
1: poor goat. That poor goat. <laughs> that was written by Orion Dunlop. Uh, it was posted on stuff.co.nz, but they got it from the Timaru Herald. I used to live there. Woo! <laughs> if you'd like to see Timaru, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but you can watch the world's fastest Indian. He leaves from the port of Timaru in the movie. I think it's Anthony Hopkins. Did he play Hannibal Lecter? Yes. He has a good performance in the movie for Marie, but he doesn't put on a Kiwi accent, so... Poor show, Anthony Hopkins. (laughs) Poor show. It's not a bad movie from what I remember. I don't think I've seen it. It's about a guy, and he goes and breaks the land speed record in a motorcycle. True story. Mm. Okay. He was a Kiwi. A goat was reported disturbing traffic on State Highway 1 in Oamaru. Oamaru, Amaru? Leave it alone. It eventually became cornered in a garage by a small dog in a residential street just off the highway. So State Highway 1... You're probably thinking, like, a big highway kind of thing. Nah, this just, it's just the main road that goes through the town. It's lined with shops right, and houses, okay. you know. It's, it is the highway, but they're not huge in New Zealand. Right, okay. Not a lot of traffic, <laughs> you know. Police were called to the property where the goat had been cornered by that small dog. Quote, Unfortunately, it was pretty stressed out and quite uncooperative, so I tased it.
0: Why would you tase a goat? Are
1: well, you going know, to shoot it?
0: Just leave it alone!
1: That's Omaru Senior Constable Carl Peterson said. The goat had large horns and had already damaged the garage. So, quite a feisty goat.
0: Where'd the goat come from? Whose goat is it? Keep your goats under control, people.
1: <laughs> That's what the council says. <laughs> um, concerns grew. It would escape again to endanger the safety of motorists. So, the worried the goat's going to get out of the garage and like run amok. Like, the taser doesn't seem to have faced the goat too much. <laughs> They've tased the goat. It's done nothing. Oh, God. <laughs> Attendant calls of a quote again, large rogue goat. Waitaki Council Animal Welfare Officers had been chasing the goat initially before losing sight of it.
0: Okay, so people were already like aware and This goat was goat. on the lamb. So this, this <laughs> goat was wreaking havoc wherever it went.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, true, it's just goat simulator in real life. <laughs> so this was all before the dog had herded it and, and the police arrived and the taser apparently did nothing. Uh, unfortunately, Any despite combined goat? efforts of police, animal welfare, and the small dog, they were unable to calm, contain, or sedate the goat, and a local vet actually euthanized the goat on the property.
0: Why did you tell this story? It has a terrible ending.
1: It does have a terrible, and they word it a lot nicer. But knowing country New Zealand, we're probably just talking a gun.
0: Oh, man, this goat was just trying to fucking live its life, and then it came and got fucking shot.
1: <laughs> it tasered. The council asks the public that if they decide to keep animals within the district, they must ensure they're securely contained and cannot become a public nuisance. Animal control also suspects the goat in question to be the same goat that was reported walking on a railway line days prior.
0: Bloody goat. I feel really bad for the goat. I
1: know. Oh, it was a bit sad when I could see this. I was like, oh, he's dead. I thought, oh, funny, the goat got tasered and sent back to the farm. Now,
0: You think a goat getting tasered is funny?
1: As long as <laughs> nothing else bad happened to it. It's kind of humorous. They had to taser a goat to control it like a criminal, but.
0: I just feel, I feel bad Rest for the in goat. peace, little goat. Yeah. I hope you're out there budding things in goat heaven. Goat heaven. <laughs> that was so sad. I'm sorry. No, I'm sad. I feel, I feel bad for the goat because it was just trying to be out there and live its little goat life. <laughs> you, you, say, you say if you don't have a segue, make one. I can't make one from goat to this.
1: Sure, you can. You're However, got to believe. I actually
0: did send you this message on Discord earlier this week because I thought it was so funny.
1: Okay. (laughs) I think now.
0: So you're already aware of this, but I'm going to tell you the story behind the picture now. I'm going to read you the headline after because it's kind of funny.
1: (laughs) So you've sent me the picture before.
0: Don't go to Discord and try to figure out what it is. Just listen to my fucking story, okay? Close Discord. Close it. Close it! (laughs) Ryan and Kaylee are a Gold Coast couple who went viral this week after Ryan bought her a cake that said... Took you three years. Congratulations for finally farting.
1: (laughs) See, I wouldn't have guessed it was that picture. (laughs) Um,
0: He said that she let one rip in bed next to him last week, so he bought the cake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did she know she'd done it?
0: I I get to that. They made the pact about a month into their relationship that if she ever farted in front of him, he would buy her a treat. That doesn't mean she expected to be del- delivered a $40 hand iced cake though. It's
1: the person who got that request.
0: It goes into that too. Okay. <laughs> I've got mostly, most of these are just like quotes from Ryan because they're actually crackers. Like they're, they're good. So a quote from him. With me, it was like three hours, maybe a couple of days. But Kaylee is more polite when it comes to that sort of thing. So maybe a month or two into our relationship, when I hadn't heard one yet, I said to her, I said to assure her, it was alright to do. It was to break the ice. (laughs) Three years of extreme reluctance and denial, she finally slipped up. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of love that this is like their relationship. (laughs) Him desperately trying to hear her farting.
1: Maybe he's into it. I don't think that's it.
0: I spent $40 on the cake and Kaylee started laughing when she seen it. She thought it was incredible. It's got to be a
1: good cake. 40 bucks.
0: It's got to be a good cake.
1: You want it to be? Yeah. Was it chocolate?
0: Um, I don't know. (laughs) It's something that, something, it's something, everything. No, it's something, God, Daily Mail, fact check, please. Or at least check that your sentences make sense.
1: In my article I didn't get to use about the Nazi cows, they said they've been dead for 4,000 years. It's only 400 years they went extinct. Wow.
0: Typo. Okay. Mm. Um. It's something everyone can relate to as a couple. Everyone has a weird milestone they cherish and fulfill. It's a little bond they have that makes it special. <laughs> I can't believe he's saying this about farting. <laughs> In his viral Facebook post, Ryan said that when he heard his girlfriend fart at 2am, he was filled with pure joy.
1: Okay. Was well, she awake? <laughs> she
0: was. And it was so loud... No, it was so loud it woke her up and then she attempted, attempted to blame their pet dog. That's something I would do. Was it
1: three years worth of held fart? <laughs> Just finally exploded oh, out of her?
0: Jesus. Um, Maybe.
1: It was like the bed sheet rises up and Brian gets shouted out of bed and the dog starts screaming. <laughs>
0: it makes me wonder if they live together.
1: How do you fart... I've, I don't think I've ever farted myself awake.
0: I've definitely farted a cat awake.
1: <laughs> like... I've never even seen it happen to a dog. You know, you're watching a dog sleep and <laughs> yeah. they fart and they wake up. I've never heard about a person fart. It well, probably does right. happen.
0: Maybe she had it all built up and it just released itself as she was relaxed.
1: No, uh, you know, it's got to be, you You wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and you're not sure why.
0: Maybe that's it. You, maybe farted, that's yourself it. you farted yourself awake. but You don't a- remember the fart. Because you're unconscious when it happens.
1: Yeah. You dreamland. <laughs> hmm.
0: Well, she was aware that she had done it and tried to blame the dog, which is something I would do. So another quote from Roan. When I bought the cake, the guy in the shop was surprisingly chill about it. Said he'd had weirder requests. I'm sure
1: he has. <laughs> I was gonna say it before when I mentioned it, but do you see some of the shit people write on the cakes?
0: But I wrote it down instead of saying it because there were other people in the shop and I was afraid of getting strange looks. <laughs> <laughs> I was really surprised that it went viral. When I saw it had gone berserk, it was insane. People were bragging about how quickly they had farted in front of people. Who's doing this? <laughs> It's good to get your mind off the situation we're in, I guess. If a fart cake does that, then I've done my job. (laughs) Good on you, Ryan. That's it. I thought that was really funny. Missed the
1: opportunity to say I really blew up.
0: Ryan, what are you doing? (laughs) But yeah, I just thought that was really funny. I mean, it's possible that we've had similar discussions in this house. Sure, every couple has. (laughs) Well, he does say that, that it's, you know, something that every couple goes through. When to fart in front of each other, it's a thing.
1: So weird that it's a thing though.
0: Well, I guess especially like for women, it seems just like it's impolite a- and gross.
1: I just think it's weird how it's just such a natural human animal thing. Everything does it. And we're all like, oh, no.
0: Do you really want to want me to talk about what I've had to deal with? I'm cutting this. Okay, that's why it's considered not cool to do in front of people.
1: I know, but I just think it's. And I agree, but I think it's a weird thing as well. That something so natural we like it would be weird if it's rude to pump blood.
0: It is. Stop it immediately.
1: (laughs) Turn your heartbeat off right now.
0: (laughs) No, don't do that. that. (laughs) Um,
1: Headline next week: Mysterious deaths as people listening to podcasts stop heart beating.
0: (laughs) Actually, podcasts have been in the news a lot the last week, so is it has people that probably read like news.com.au don't even know what a fucking podcast is
1: yeah. <laughs> and i feel like podcasts are pretty well known
0: uh, older people don't listen to podcasts
1: someone i know on facebook linked to well someone i know on linked on facebook a video all these people saying now's not the time to start a new podcast
0: oh it was osha 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 did that it was like a joke ad or whatever and it was apparently like, you know, now's not the time to start your podcast. Yeah, it was like all these
1: celebrities and stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Lucky we started it before. So That's, like, that's
1: why I i am like, you told me this now? And he's like, you started yours last year, don't worry. Okay.
0: But I mean, because we're in lockdown, a lot of people are having a go at creating their own content because they got a lot of free time.
1: You got to get past episode seven. <laughs> Or but, your podcast is going straight
0: to heaven. I mean, even Amy was saying that last night that no one's watching Twitch, everyone's streaming themselves. Yeah. So, like, views are way down at that the makes moment. Makes sense. If you're a streamer, you don't really watch Twitch because you don't have time. That's the way it goes.
1: Speaking of time,
0: it is the time that is the end. I fear this is another shorter episode. There again?
1: That's all right. I forgot to edit two this week. True. we will be fine.
0: I want to give the people the content. Actually, I'd be really interested in what people's opinions are, so let me know.
1: Yeah, do you prefer the longer episode we did the other week where it was like an hour and a half?
0: Like, yeah, do you prefer like the longer episodes or do you befor- bleh, prefer
1: an hour short, or so? snappy ones? Yeah, like 40 minutes to an hour.
0: I think at, at the moment, because people aren't really commuting as much, people aren't listening to podcasts as much either. I know that I'm definitely not listening as much. I still do, but just not as much. But I would just yeah, I'd be curious as to what people who li- listen to our podcast think because i would give us some like guidelines as to what we do in the future so that we're not pumping out these really long episodes if you don't want them,
1: yeah, kind of when the software the site that does give us all the analytics doesn't tell us how no. long people actually listen for. No, so like, yeah all these get plays that everyone's just hearing our plus like, hi, like' oh, fuck, <laughs> oh fuck, off. no, get that, <laughs> get rid of that. Uh, <laughs>
0: Or they get to my middle depressing story and go, oh, fuck no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, just be interested in, in your feedback on that.
1: And if you'd like to submit those stories you might have for us, or any of that feedback.
0: <gasps> segue.
1: You can give us a line or an email at fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. That's fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. And again, as always, you can just send it to us just directly on Twitter via the DMs at Fuck Me Pod. Uh, it's also where we keep you all up to date. We post when the episodes go live. We list their links to the articles we used for the episode prior. Any other funny things we see. Sometimes we retweeted there. Yep. Uh, again, you can find out more information and a little bit more on our website, fuckmedeadpodcast.com, which has a list of all the ways you can listen to us. And you can even listen to the episodes directly from the website if you are so inclined. Well, mm-hmm. subscribe if you have the time and leave us a review because we'd like more. Yeah. We have had some. One? One. It's a good one. <laughs> but we'd like more. Because we're greedy. <laughs> Is that it? I think that's it.
0: Oh my god. So efficient. Okay, well, yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. And we'll be back with a, in quotation marks, special episode next week.
1: Which we'll record in a few days from now. In fact, yes. we're probably going to record it before this episode goes out or the day it goes day out. Day Probably the day of. Yeah.
0: That's okay. But because it's a story that already happened in the past, it doesn't really matter when we're recording.
1: Oh my god.
0: So we'll see you for that one.
1: But not really.
0: We'll he- you'll hear us for that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Play that outro music. Bye. Bye.